Hey guys, welcome to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Allen. Yes! You know, this podcast is dedicated to bringing honest, authentic conversations so that you can have a healthy, happy, healthy, juicy love life. Here's Crazy Juicy Love. Here we go. So, hey guys, welcome back to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast, and I have this special edition. Uh, we're going to be talking about positive intelligence, which is created by Shazar. Uh, I can't say his last name. Shalane. Um, and I have my pod here, which is the Fierce Warriors, who are all a part of this new experience and i am so thrilled to share this with you so we're gonna just start by introducing ourselves to everyone and we're gonna start with sabrina hey guys i'm sabrina rumbach i am a surgical advanced practice provider a public health professional and a peak performance coach i help ambitious millennials especially those feeling like overwhelmed underappreciated or undervalued to reduce stress restore their uh, wellness, and then reboot your efficiency so that we can truly be both powerhouses in our careers and passionate people in life. Yes. 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 Wonderful. Give me, give me some PQ in. Yes. <laughs> so Andy, tell us who you are. Yes. Hello, everyone. I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much for the invite, Jimmy. So my name is Andy Rivera. I'm a mindset coach and a brand consultant, and I help leaders, professionals, and entrepreneurs turn purpose into prosperity. So I help leaders reprogram their mindset and really align themselves with their own inner power in order to achieve massive success in their lives. Um, That's it. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm especially happy the fact that we're doing this interview with all of these powerhouses, (laughs) all of these amazing coaches. I feel like we we all came together because of our love for mindset coaching and really just elevating our lives and leveling up. But we all come from such different backgrounds and I'm really excited to hear everyone's perspective and how this conversation is going to roll out. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that, Andy. And next we have Josh. Everyone, thank you to these beautiful, amazing coaches. Thank (laughs) you to Jimmy for getting us together on this podcast. My name is Josh Tan. I am an intuitive life coach, and I work with people to develop a deeper sense of intuition. My clients generally have a high level of awareness and achievement, and they have all these tools, and they haven't quite put it all together yet. So I work on developing this intuitive nature, this missing piece for a lot of people to open up that sense of freedom and unleash that light that we all have inside. Yes. And last but not least, we have Miss Tammy. Hi, everyone. Oh, it's so good to be with you guys. I love it. Uh, my name is Tammy Zachary. I'm a mindset career coach. I work with women entrepreneurs and I work with them to see what it is that their deeper why and what their passions are. Because when you're connected to your passions, money, time, um, the know how just show up. And mm. it's like magic, but it's really not. It's actually when you have a clear vision and you declare it and then you take actions from that possibility that you just created and then everything that you have 
uh, in reality, well, anything that you manifest becomes <laughs> to reality. That's a tongue twister for me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's an honor to be able to be a coach for women entrepreneurs, especially during this time. Yeah, thank you so much. And I'm Jimmy Allen, your host. Um, I am a loving relationship coach. Um, I had the privilege of studying with Catherine Woodward Thomas, and I just help uh, people, and particularly men, get out of their way so they can have a juicy love life. Yes. Yes. So uh, once again, live my greatest gratitude for all of you guys for being here. Um, so I want to start with Josh and tell us, like, how did you even hear about this program? What inspired you and what made you text Tammy, who texted, who probably reached out to every single one of us on this thing today? All right. Awesome. Great question to start us off. I I 100% believe in manifestation and your internal state and being able to call in what you're looking for. Mm. And earlier this year, before the start of this program, I was actually looking for more training. I was actually dealing with a sense of imposter syndrome that I didn't have everything I needed. I wasn't I wasn't good enough to go out into the world and create the business and the lifestyle I wanted. So I'm calling this in and I actually wrote a list of five manifestations. And one of those manifestations is um, all the mentors I need to achieve what I want at, at get this, at a low price. And <laughs> wow. this opportunity fell in my lap. It actually came from uh, my coach is also highly spiritual, highly intuitive. She actually sent it over to me. I look into it and I'm a left brain, right brain thinker. So I really like the science backing to this. It really matches well with the intuitive side of things. I had met Tammy about maybe a month earlier and Tammy really left this imprint on me of someone that is super giving, like super has your back. Everyone wins, like abundance, prosperity, support yep. each other. And I wanted to pay it back to Tammy. Oh. And that's uh, how I invited her. And then what happened after that, Tammy? <laughs> oh, wow. Well, y'all are here, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, when I asked, I actually asked... Um, at least 22 coaches that I know because I'm in the coaching world and I, and I have beautiful coaches all around me. And Sabrina and I had just met like probably like a little less than like a week before uh, Josh had invited me to this. And I was like, Sabrina, hey, I'm doing like this positive intelligence thing. Here goes a link, sign up. She's like, oh, cool. We're going to sign up and do it together. I was like, yay. And then I saw Andy and I'm like, Andy, oh my God, this is going to be great for your career. And Jimmy, oh my God, your relationship coach, this is totally going to take it to the next level. And Irina, who's not here, I was like, oh my God, you guys, this is exactly what we're looking for. And I had did that to at least 20, 25 people and you guys all got in. So it means like you, well, I know it's like, yay. <laughs> it's like we did the work to get here. And for me, I was just like, thank you, Josh, for, you know, inviting me into this because it was like, it was like a game for me. Cause it's like, you had to have three people to start the pod, three to uh, five people. And I was just like, Josh, we got to get our people. <laughs> and she was getting people. <laughs> it was like a numbers game. And then I was just like, it turned out to be the perfect pod. Yeah. And to be confession, I originally didn't get in. 
And when I got that rejection email, and after I talked to Tammy, I was like, hell no, I'm getting this damn program. <laughs> I, <laughs> so they said, if you feel like you've been wrongly rejected, I was like, yes. I went down my resume. I went down who I studied with, how much I paid for. And then like the next day they were like, sorry for the mistake. We're going to put you in the program. And I was just like, <laughs> I was getting in. So I got it. Yeah, you have to fight for what you want. <laughs> I have to fight for it, yes. So, you know, with the, well, first of all, um, Positive Intelligence is just, actually it's a best-selling book on Amazon right now. I just looked at the reviews. And it's like, right here. Yeah, and it's like growing so fast. And, uh, you know, the Positive Intelligence is a percentage of time in your mind is um, serving you to oppose the saboteurs that are all running our lives. And this program is really designed to us to want to recognize and be aware and how our saboteurs run our lives and then give, give us an opportunity to flip that with these exercises and really tap into our sage. We're going to get into all of that. Um, so I'm just curious of like, no random person, but like, what is your main <laughs> saboteur and how does it show up in your life? I guess I'll start. Um, so our mentor told us, doesn't really matter what your scores are. It matters uh, as you're progressing in the program, these saboteur numbers are start leveling um, down. So my top three, probably pretty obvious, are <laughs> hyperachiever, controller, and hyperrational. <laughs> wow. And how does that like, how has that affect your life thus far? I think before the program, we uh, I, I recognize those are saboteurs. Things are pushing me to get to the next level, and I don't let myself down. And that's the what's sabotaging myself is I'm always gonna hit my goals. There's never anything that I set out to do I couldn't complete. But with these hyper achiever, it attaches to my identity, so I don't have the self-empathy in myself to mm. understand or at least be okay that I have already achieved so much. And the next phase would just simply a growth phase, not just you have to get to that point for people to value you or for you self to even recognize how good you are. Mm. Yeah, wow. That's, I'm sure that could be valuable for a lot of people just always hyper achieving not even like it's keeping you from being present in the moment with what you already achieved yeah um and josh what about what's your uh top three <laughs> my uh top three saboteurs are the avoider the pleaser and the hyper achiever oh my god we're the same oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. So, so you so you know like the avoider is that like it's kind of like a procrastinator postponer and then eventually you just don't do it yeah and there's a lot of things that i've just like not done or like given up on and as a consequence too with doing all that yeah yeah i mean thankfully it was nothing major but like for me a lot of my hobbies never fully developed like i never learned an instrument i like, mm. quit like martial arts at some point so that's kind of where mine is they're not really like uh 
major happenings in my life, but that's also how they're disguised, right? Like, oh, I can get by. It's not a big deal because I still have a job and I'm still successful. I can just keep avoiding all these other things I want. Yeah, and I know for me, like, it keeps me avoiding the one, like, having tough conversations because I'm trying to avoid <laughs> the conflict and I want to please them by doing all these things and, like, please, 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 and, like, just, like, to avoid the difficult things, you know? Um, wow. <laughs> uh, and Miss Andy, how, what is your top, your top three? So, I know that all of us got hyper achiever in the mix because uh, we're just all, was, like, I feel like was three. <laughs> all of us definitely have, like, massive hyperachiever tendencies. So we all got that. But one that was surprising, so when we take this uh, this exam for the people who haven't taken this before, right? It kind of shows you the different saboteurs. One can have more than one saboteur and you usually do. And a lot of times you can pretty much have a number of them. So it shows you the different saboteurs that you have uh, with a number attached to them in regards to essentially kind of like a percentage, if you will. Right. And it tells you which ones are the most prominent in your life. And even though this one um, wasn't the most prominent, it definitely was a wake up call and it made me kind of take a step back. So um, the, uh, the hyperachiever, that one was kind of a no brainer for me. I knew that was going to be up there. But further down the list, I actually saw the pleaser. And that was really interesting for me because from the outside, I usually seem like this tough woman, you know, that the opposite of a pleaser, right? But deep down inside, I did find that here and there, I was doing certain things to seek validation. And, you know, that ties into a whole other yeah. world of things, you know, that ties into possibly un feelings of unworthiness and a ton of other things that I later had to explore. But I thought that that was really, really interesting. And I think that out of all of them, that's that discovery has been the one that's been the most helpful for me to actually realize that I have this pleaser in there along with the hyperachievers. Wow. And how does that really show up like in like on the court, like in reality, like how does that yeah. Well, even in my business, I mean, but even outside of my business, I really try to go the extra mile always to make sure that mm. even if, if let's say if we have a segment that is supposed to be one hour long and I feel like you haven't had the value that you need. And I feel like even if you had the value, it still hasn't clicked. My tendencies are to overextend. And by mm. default, it sounds like a good thing, but eventually as the years pass, it actually becomes a thing of not honoring your own boundaries because yes. you can't do that with everyone. And, and I found myself doing this uh, and many times and, and it eventually just became kind of a negative thing in my life. It wasn't a very prominent thing, but it definitely allowed me to realize, whoa, what, you know, what, what's happening here? Like why? And, and, you know, that's a good example. That's kind of a positive example when it happens with a client, but imagine having these tendencies of trying to go the extra mile to get an okay from someone, you know, to make sure that that is validated by the person that you're offering it to, whether that's a parent figure or someone that you really love as a friend, you know? Mm -hmm. So it translated into a lot of things and it's really helped me kind of, um, modify certain elements of my communication and even my behaviors. And it's just absolutely, it's helped me set healthier boundaries with yeah. the people that I love and with my clients and a lot of really great things have come out of it. Yeah, yeah. and I know like no for me like the the avoidance one is like really prominent for me and like especially with people who I love I would avoid saying things that bother me just to keep to please them to keep the peace and, yeah. and that incident happening the other day my friend 
she always like wanted to talk about this subject that I didn't even want to talk about. And I was like, normally I would avoid it. I would just go along with it. I had to stop her. And I said, listen, I really don't want to go down this go down this road. Can we move on? Yeah. And she was shocked that I said that. I had to like set a boundary with her because it, yeah. it, I, I know in my mind what that role would be like. And then I'll get exhausted, frustrated. And then I forgot what even I was calling her for. But thank you for that. Miss Tammy. Yes. Oh, my saboteurs. Blind spots <laughs> on loudspeaker. Oh, it's so great, though, because I'm so aware of it now. Like, my hi- I'm a hyperachiever, I'm a stickler, and I'm a voider. So you guys totally touched on hyperachiever. I felt recreated in everybody's. I can't believe we're all, I can't believe we're all hyperachievers. That's so I interesting. Can. <laughs> I can. <laughs> wow. We're coaches. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh, my God. And for Stickler, for me, was like, I can see it because it's like everything has to be perfect before I could even send something. Mm. And so I avoid because I'm like, I, I judged myself and I judge others too. And I'm like, Oh my God, like, I, I don't know if this is perfect. I don't know if I should put it out. Like, what is people going to think? And I'm like, when I get into that saboteur mindset, I don't put out the content that I need, or I don't have those, um, uncomfortable conversations that I need or those powerful conversations that I need. Cause I avoid yeah. them. Cause I want to feel safe and comfortable. And when I see my stickler and my hyperachiever and my avoider, I'm like, no, PQ rep, get out of the way. Let's acknowledge it and just do the work that needs to be done internally so that I'm not stuck with these saboteurs because they can sabotage us in all areas of life, relationships, friends. And when you're aware of them, my goodness, the amazing true self of myself like shows up. Yeah, that's good. It's going to the next question. Like, you know, why do you think it's important to really, and for not only just us, for for people to identify this, and how and how has it been important for you to identify this, these saboteurs, Tammy? It's the it's the awareness of it, yeah. like the awareness of knowing like this has been stopping me my whole life, and where do I want to go in life? Like I, I coach people, and I you know I want to have a life that's full of joy, happiness, fulfillment, compassion, empathy. And being able to create from a space of not scarcity. So yeah. when I'm in that sage, you know, mentality, things come to me so much faster, so much quicker. I ask for something, it shows up, and I'm not fearful of success, and I'm not fearful of failure, yeah. and I'm just like, oh wow, I could have it all. And so when I just do the PQ reps, it's, you don't see it, but you definitely do feel it because there are neurons in our in, in our brains that are working. <clears throat> yeah. And it stops the saboteur and goes into that sage moment where I want to be. Yeah, yeah. And what about the rest of you guys? Why do you think it's important to really identify these things and what what is the power of identifying it for you? Yeah, so for me, one of uh, the other thing I had was the controller because you're so rigid on delivery, right? It's it, mm. uh, it matches the perfectionism, uh, even though the perfectionism is that stickler part of you. And yes, it's a little bit different, but overall is uh, the mindset of you did all the work, you spent all the time to make sure this happens. How come people couldn't understand, right? <laughs> and, then, and so then you start like the judgment of yourself and others, or you feel like, oh, did I not make it good enough that people mm. couldn't even understand this, right? So it 
decreases our productivity significantly. So when we talk about like how do we implement all this, it's yes, it's just like Tammy says, every single aspect of our life, right? The work-life balance is not there because you're so rigid on everything you're doing, even if it's your passion, right? But if you're not letting it manifest, letting it become a joyful part of yourself, it become a burden. Yeah, yeah. Anybody else? So um, for me, really, the most important thing when it comes to the actual application, uh, right, of, of really managing your saboteurs, I work with a lot of professionals and everyone here is a professional in their own right, right? We're all entrepreneurs. We're all ambitious, creative leaders. And that comes with a lot of beautiful things, but it also comes with a lot of really heaviness, heavy repercussions. So we have stress, we have anxiety, we have to make sure that we're, our performance is at a peak level. And really by not only managing the saboteurs, but actually activating the stage, which is yeah. basically the second element of this, we get to manage our stress. We get to perform better. We have mm -hmm. a better work-life balance, uh, better leadership skills, yeah. better parenting if you're a parent. Um, it, it basically aligns you and creates this ripple effect in every aspect of your life. But especially, especially for me, it has definitely helped me in my professional aspect and have to take on in, uh, with my business. Yeah, I, I totally agree because I feel like, and so the sage is a part of you step, uh, tapping into your, your empathy and your compassion for yourself and for other people. And I definitely see for me i'm like less reactive because this whole epidemic thing has heightened my anxiety so this program has came Absolutely. at the perfect time to like really those so basically you get reminded three times a day to do these um 22 minute exercises and to me like having to force myself to stop and reconnect and breathe really connects me and uh back to Okay, what am I doing? My being being present right now, and not wor in some worry, uh, and avoiding <laughs> and all the saboteurs that are causing me to have hyper anxiety. You know what I mean? What about you, Tammy? Oh, I already answered, but I'm uh, again. Oh, sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Josh. Uh, the awareness of saboteurs for me, uh, I think it. It was, it's one of those things that I kind of knew was in the background, like, oh, I have these like uh, undesirable traits or whatever, these like quote unquote negative traits. And it was really powerful to shine a different light and a different perspective on them. And it was really powerful to start to dismantle them like um, with a very tactical framework. Yeah. Like, you do these things, you do A, B, and C for X, Y, and Z. And it just fits really well with, if you're, as coaches, it fits really well with, you know, our studies in the mind and the psychology of things. That's what I really got out of the program. It's just like, you have this issue or you have these saboteurs that are stopping you from what you want. Here's more ways to look at it. And here's the application on how to lessen those yeah, uh, those saboteurs, which is the the sage and the framework of doing the PQs. Yeah, I'm gonna. I know this question wasn't on the uh, <laughs> the questions I sent, but I'm really curious of which exercise that you know really connected that you connected and that connected to, and why. 
Are you talking about uh, the the mindset, the visualization yes. part? Like when we're in the classrooms on Mondays, like the visualizations of like, you know, your younger self or your older self. Those oh, exercises, mm -hmm. like how, like which one was like, you know, rich for you and like this, like it just like woke something up. Because I know for me. Like having my like that childhood picture and holding my picture, oh my goodness. and him saying, "Now, would you treat your child that that you that way, the way you were acting to other people and what you do to yourself?" I was like, "No," and it like really woke something up in me, and I was just like learning how to be less reactive to myself, less punishing myself, and less judging myself because it really just just like pulled everything back for me. To like, well, I can't. I have to protect this child. Right. Mm -hmm. I I think I totally align with you on that front. I uh, from now looking back, right, the part where how uh, if you're imagining your happiest moment in your childhood, and then for me it was like at a zoo. I'm taking pictures. I'm feeding the animals, and then now imagining us now being in that moment with our younger self. How do you interact? What do you want、mm -hmm. that person to know, right? So I, I felt that was very real for me. Versus imagining something in the future,、yeah. I have an idea of my ideal life, but I couldn't picture myself in the way of the elderly and talking to myself right now. Yeah, the elderly one was oof. oof <laughs> that was the one that got me. I was like, I mean, they were all great, but that one where we were just like. The visualization of just like going out in outer space and looking down at like who my older self was, and she was calm and collective and just like full of life. Like she was, she you know she's my elder self, but she was so full of life and she, like secure came up for me, like security, like it's gonna be okay. Just do what it is that you want to do. Yeah,、There's、no shame, no guilt. No, no beating yourself up because look at me. I'm old, and I'm about ready to, you know, leave this earth. And you got this. And I was like, I felt like a mother to my younger,、yeah. like to myself now. And so it was, it was very beautiful. It was a journey that visualization for me. And I was like, whoa, that really like, it felt like a mother and a, and a you know, superior to me telling me it's okay. Go do it, and I'm yeah, like, okay, I, I got my acknowledgement. I'm ready to go. <laughs> that's so interesting. Like, I had a, a vision of myself on a porch in a rocking chair, and he's like waving me over, sitting next to the other rocking chair, and he was like, "Just go for it. Like,、Ooh. look, look at us. Just like, you got nothing to lose. Just, just do it." And I was like, I got very emotional when that happened. I was like, wow, like giving, like basically giving myself permission to just、mm -hmm. do it. Mm -hmm. yeah. oh. Mine was also the the older the older image. It gives you a future to live into. Yeah, just clears up a lot of the the unknown, the uncertainty. Like, what am I doing right now? Is this the right action? And it's like, no matter what, if you have that vision in your mind of your own future, that's where you're going to end up. So it、yeah. really takes the guesswork out of it. It kind of gives you a. Like a proverbial roadmap to your own future. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For me, definitely the、um, working with. Well, in this case, I believe it's it was your, our inner child. You know, it's looking back at our younger self, but I just envisioned it as basically working with my inner child. 
It was so powerful because, uh, you know, during this visualization, we basically have an interaction with with our younger self, with the, with our inner child. And the things that this little girl said to me, we had the deepest conversation that I've had with any human being in a very, very long time. And, you know, the first things, it was really ironic because in this visualization, uh, he, in this particular one, he actually guided us to basically go to our favorite place, right? To our favorite uh, childhood memory. And I didn't really know where I was going. I was just being guided in that moment by the visualization. And we went to this old house that used to be literally the epicenter of my happiness. It was back in Puerto Rico in, in a mountain with this beautiful view. It was amazing. And that's kind of where I, I was, as a kid, I used to run around. And so I met up with my inner child, with my younger self there. And my younger self, the first thing, when he, when he guided us to have a conversation with this younger child, um, the first thing that came out of this child's mouth was, <laughs> she looked up at me crying with wet eyes and she told me, everything that I love is taken away from me. Mm. And it just hit like a blow because I realized that even the house that we were standing on, that house had actually been torn down a few years later. And just thinking about other things that happened in my adult life, it's just, fears that I have, clearly have, but I didn't really realize. They're so, so, so obvious, but I really didn't realize and come face to face with them in that language of someone speaking them back to me until I had that experience. So, I mean, that for me was super impactful because we had a whole full-length conversation about things that are definitely in there. And I feel like I'm 10 pounds lighter, honestly, after doing all of this work, especially this past month, and it's really ironic because a lot of the people in our ecosystem are feeling the opposite given the current circumstances, right? We're feeling heavier. But this this work has really helped me kind of untap and just let go of so much, so much. Yeah. So it's been really powerful. Yeah. yeah. You, what, do you, what do you think you guys are learning about yourself um, during this current time and moment? during the pandemic by doing this work by so happened by chance but nothing is co by chance and coincidence that we're doing this program right now and sort of state of the world so what do you guys think you're learning about yourself and how you think that particular message or thing that you've learning that you, you've learned can help other people for me it's definitely conflict resolution it's the mm. part where we the judgment is what got us into the fight and flight mode right like we're butthead with people but what if we're now allowing ourselves or other people's judge to be in that state so first as what Shazad taught us take a step back right and then almost in knowing everyone has 10 percent of in their own right and then you can start doing the pq rap put yourself back into the stage part of our brain and then we're not reacting right like we're not just mad because the emotions start getting and you feel like it's unfair and no matter how whatever value or intention you had because you're only thinking about yourself right when we're in a judging state so if we took that part out of the equation we put ourselves immediately start thinking about something that's happiness right that favorite childhood moment that we had put ourselves back into the stage now we can figure out okay 
yes, I understand you said this, and maybe we can do something else, right?、Mm, That's、yeah. the way that he solved problem for us. Anyone else? Yeah, for me, I mean, I you know I, I coach women entrepreneurs now at this time, and a, a lot of them are no longer working. They got fired or they're on furlough, and so this program, what it's helped me is to give them you know the test to take and, and assess themselves, and they're just like, oh my god, I'm sabotaging myself even in a pandemic and outside of this, <laughs> you know, even before this. And it's it's so amazing who I get to be for them and be able to coach them through these you know saboteurs.、Um, so it it's very helpful. They're now like in a creative mode in a sage mode where they're creating more instead of watching you know the mainstream media and all of the negative talk and stuff. So they're really like shutting down the negative talk even to themselves and the outsources you know the, the forces outside of themselves. And yeah, it's it's. It's really a peaceful place for myself because I'm doing the work. When you do the inner work, nothing can really like come in your space unless you allow yes. it. Yes, you can say that again. <laughs> <laughs> the, when you do the inner work, you have full control over anything and everything in your space, no matter what it is, and it's okay whatever is in your space. And、right. you have a choice at the end of the day to have it there or not. So the power of that is super, super powerful because now I'm operating in a sage space instead of a saboteur space, and now I get to teach this because I have applied it and I've learned it to my clients and to people around me and conversations that I'm having. And it's such a great time for us to be coaches now because we get to be that light and love and you know the cry, the tearing, all of that stuff. We get to be that space for our clients in the world too. Yeah, and it's something you touched on because it really has allowed me to tap into my creativity for some reason. Like, especially that childhood exercise, it like for me woke something up in me. And I'm not sure. I think I told some of you guys. I literally get up like 5 a.m. every day. Sometimes 4:30 a.m. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to work. Like, and, and like the it just flows. Like I become in this like flow that's just. Crazy that I've never was able to tap into before, and probably because I'm like I'm, we're not I'm not working as much as I used to. But the exercise and this work has allowed me to tap into a creative flow and produce these things that like I have never done before. Yeah, I think that's so amazing. Especially we know, like me and Jimmy are in the same morning pot, and then <laughs> so the two of us always like sign off a couple minutes already. Like it's like, all right, we got this. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, Andy and、uh, Josh. Touch, touching on that, like、uh, what Jimmy you said and what Tammy you said, when you get into Sage and you're putting your energy into the right things. That energy feeds back to you.、Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest learnings I've had. I'm also on like a crazy creative streak. I'm getting up not as early as Jimmy, six <laughs> thirty, like seven. I just get up, no alarm. <laughs> wow, that. But I'm like, I'd like to say most of the time I'm in this creative flow and I'm in this sage perspective, which is really playing to your strengths and you're putting your energy out into things you care about. And then those things you care about are naturally feeding you 
more energy. So it's like a yeah. pattern. And then you can see like the complete opposite when you go into the saboteur and you go into negative thinking patterns and sabotaging yourself. It's extremely draining. And um, and that drain is like perpetuated unless you can bring the awareness to it. And then once you get out of that, you can make this like energetic loop for yourself. Just practicing, yeah. practicing sage powers and focusing your energy on what's important. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. thank you for that. And Absolutely. You? And I, you know, when you do the inner work and when you actually train your mind the same way you would train your body to actually look at the 10% that is working, which is something that we're taught 10%, 20%, whatever, it doesn't matter how small that amount is. If within the big scheme of things, you can manage to become aware that you're being sabotaged by your saboteurs pivot, activate your sage powers, and actually look for the opportunity in every single one of your struggles, mm -hmm. even the most extreme of cases can actually become a blessing. And this is something that I've personally lived in my life. Uh, it's something that many of us as coaches have lived in our lives because of the fact that we've decided to focus on that percentage within the grand scheme of things that is positive, that is an opportunity. And if you know what, if you don't see the opportunity in that moment, that's when you get creative. And that's when you hire a coach because we can help you, <laughs> th that we can literally help you see <laughs> absolutely, oh, find your own answers. Yeah. Find your own answers in that way because there are undoubtedly, and you know, of course, within this program, we've seen it as well, undoubtedly so many examples of people who have been through the worst of the worst okay the worst of the worst and still managed to acquire a blessing you know in the midst yeah. of all of this chaos so i think you know chaos is definitely a big word that is running around chaos crisis pandemic we're under a lot of stress right now but you know, the same way that all of us here in, in this pod have managed to seek the opportunity in the midst of this craziness, yeah. in the midst of this pandemic, our clients can do it too. And it's what Josh said. It's not only a small percentage of opportunity. Now it's, it's actually turned into a stream of creative consciousness. It's propelled into something so much bigger because of the fact that we decided to focus on that small percent that is worth it, that is a positive thing. Yeah. And I feel totally the same as Josh. And I know that Tammy does too. Tammy's on a winning streak. I know that you guys are just busting it out. We've just been bursting with creativity these yeah. past few weeks. It's crazy. So absolutely so much has come out of this. And I'm really happy that we were able to you know form part of this group when we did <laughs> yeah. because it's given us the tools as human beings but also as coaches because of the fact that we had to live through this and train ourselves in the midst of this pandemic now it's so much easier for me to be able to pass that knowledge on to somebody else yeah. and to actually explain to them you know there is a way there is definitely a way and there is a light at the end of the tunnel here it is let's go figure it out let's go figure out your path let's go see how we can make this an, an amazing blessing in your life yeah well with that being said um, i'd like to thank every one of you guys for your contribution and uh i just really adore the, everything you've been shared it's been a really great pod no drama <laughs> and um and thank you guys for sharing yourself so compassionately um here today 
thank you for you, inviting us, for Jamie. Having us, and thank you, Josh, and thank you all. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> this has been such a great journey. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to the Crazy Juicy Love Podcast. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. And if you really like this podcast, please share it. Twitter, Instagram, or on your webpage. Thank you. Crazy Juicy Love.